Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au. Would you join with me in welcoming a band you'll never see again on stage to celebrate the music of Andy Duran?
We're back. Good to be back. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR, digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand. Out of the pan in the 20s, 2020 vision with Sally Goldner. Um, Hope you had a... Well, great summer, although we know some people didn't, of course, which we're going to talk about. Uh, I'll talk about in a second. But, um, of course, the first thing to do is to acknowledge that 3CR proudly broadcasts from the lands of um, the Wurundjeri people of the Kulin Nation. And we pay respects to Elders past, present and emerging. And I think I'll say to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people listening in, thank you for um, listening in. Thank you to all listeners Thank you for hanging out over the summer, listening to the great summer broadcasts, and also, of course, on Sunday the 26th of January, most importantly, the um, airwaves um, were there for Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander people. And out of the pan, in case you may not have um, been with us before, well, welcome. Out of the pan to show covering pan sexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex, gender, or musical genre or era, and we just heard from, well, a song originally released in the 70s, re-released around the turn of the 70s into the 80s um, on the Andrew Durant Memorial album um, recorded by Stars, back again, which is what Out of the Pan is. And, well, no sort of um, going through the light recipes and um, then moving up to the um, sort of, well, the um, queer community radio master chef version because we've got to dive straight into it today at about quarter past 12. Be catch 20 past 12. Be catching up with the um, awesome community contributor, Ali Hogg, to talk about what's um, happening down at the State Library at one o'clock. You might be on your way there, or you might be close by and can pop by, because um, there is the um, No to Religious Discrimination Bill rally happening down there um, at one o'clock. Um, also, lots of news to catch up on over the summer. Um, um, midsummer um, news, um, Better Together news. Have a couple of tracks from artists who um, played it Better Together, which is pretty were very awesome um, people. Um, there's all sorts of things going on, but as much as this is a show about pansexual, queer, similar issues, it is impossible um, not to mention what, of course, was just something that um, you know covered so much in Midsummer. And that was um, the situation of um, um, of um, the bushfires and and related issues. First of all, um, thoughts go to families and friends of those lost um, and those people injured. Um, thoughts go to all those who were at risk, um, including residents, volunt- um, firefighters, and um, well done to firefighters, volunteer workers of any sort, any background, amazing work. Um, and of course, then our thoughts in no particular order thinks about pro- thought of go talk cover property lost, creatures lost, billions and billions, um, hectares burned. Um, it is beyond comprehension. I'm a lifelong Melbourneian. Um, I remember some of the fires of, say, 1983, 2009, and yes, there were lives lost and property damaged, but it never felt like the whole country was on fires, you know, sort of like fire you know, markers going down virtually the whole Great Dividing Range and, of course, many other places. Um, you know, in the past, it's been one or two spots in maybe one or two states. And look, I do not claim to be a climate expert or a scientist, but 
I'd like to think there's some sort of logical um, space between my ears. And if you can't, if you're going to try and say, well, it wasn't, there's climate change is not a factor at all, then, well, um, you know, you've been you know, drinking your own bathwater, to quote Paul Orndorff of World Wrestling Entertainment fame in the 80s. Um, the excuses given are, it's all arson. Well, when you look at the people arrested, they were, you know, um, those were people who say lit um, fires or barbecues in the open, but didn't start, um, you know, fires to deliberately burn. And so this is the propaganda that's going out there. Good article in media, mainstream media this week about how hazard reduction burning, um, you know, doesn't achieve, um, you know, reduced risk or has very little impact, if any. So, you know, we've got a challenge, and I suppose it links in to what I'll be when I'll be talking to Ali Hogg in a few minutes in the next segment. You know that we've got a federal government that, to use an old um, way of communicating, is sticking its fingers in its ears to the Australian public, in my opinion, and is going la 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 la. And of course, any opinions on this show are my own personal opinions and not those of any organisation, including 3CR, and any guests' opinions are the guests' opinions. But I think that could be considered reasonable opinion and how we can get past the what I see as the very contemptuous approach of the Liberal National Party. And it's not just ScoMo, hashtag Scotty from marketing. It is the whole Liberal and Federal Liberal and National Parties who need to be held accountable and it's going to have to happen pretty damn quickly. Otherwise, you know, our country's going downhill. Um, it was interesting on Twitter during the last few weeks, someone from the UK said, I've been watching what's going on, you know, how, what's going on. Everyone's in Australia going, we can see what's happening. But I know for me, I feel a little um, stuck as to what to do. Um, you know, I think we need also, we'll say every legal and ethical means possible with the most effective ones and every peaceful and non-violent means. But beyond that, I can't get to the detail. How do you, I have a personal saying, how do you communicate with people who won't communicate with you at all, let alone if they do, it's not equal and effective. And of course, equal communication is at a minimum involves party A talks, party B listens, then you swap roles. And when yeah, you know, there's only really a quarter of communication happening. That is, Party A, the Liberal National Party, lecturing and ranting at us with nonsense. Um, an horrendous situation. But we're going to have to find answers. Maybe this show can be a part of it. If you've got ideas, um, you can contact the show. Um, let's get back into doing that. You can email out of the pan eight five five at gmail dot com. You can SMS six one four five six. Seven five one two one five, and on the late in the last show of last year, someone said I should write a book. Well, I might do that. I've conquered conquered stage over the summer, which was something exciting. We may get around to talking about that at some point. Um, but um, also other ways um, to communicate apart from SMSing, you can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And you can also um, look for the um, posts on Facebook on my page, um, 3CR 855AM Melbourne, and also my personal page, Sally Goldner. Gosh, I actually post as myself. I don't know how to use Facebook properly, do I? Anyway, it is so good to um, you know, um, be back with you. So lots of things to cover. But um, better get um, directly into it. I was going to say straight into it. Very hard to do that on this show, which is about queer issues. Boom, boom. 
There's going to hear you back with that for another year uh, and get Ali Hogg on the line to talk about what's happening down at the State Library at one o'clock. And, well, um, let's have a listen to um, a track from whom else? Paul Kelly and a track from the Stolen Apples album. And there'll be no surprises as to which track it is. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. This murdering cold blood My mission is most righteous My cause is true and just The wicked need chastisement You know it's either them or us mm-hmm. God told me to I did what I had to do The wise men wring their hands And meanwhile in broad daylight Satan gathers his unholy bands The mighty strength of angels carries me On my seeking flight My anger is a hammer You know that's power Oh, the hell it's strength
Hi, it's Paul Kelly here. Hi, this is Shane Howard here, asking you to support 3CR. Independent radio station, encouraging independent music and independent thought. They've been supporting musicians for more than 30 years, so let's support them. Hi, I'm Rod Quantock and you're listening to... Fill in the dots, you know who you're listening to. Why do I have to tell you who you're listening to? You know who you're listening to. You're listening to, yes, fill in the... 3CR Community Radio, you got it right, you've won a giraffe. Uh, we're at 8.55am, we're on digital radio and streaming at 3cr.org.au. 3CR has been making trouble since 1976 and occasionally I've been part of the trouble that's been made. It's a vital part of our uh, media landscape and I'd encourage you to get a hacksaw, an oxyacetylene torch and go up to the Dandenongs and, and bring down all those broadcast towers that aren't 3CR's towers And let's make 3CR the only source of information to an information-starved, dumbed-down Australian community. Written, authorised and spoken by Neil Mitchell. Stalking Melbourne. Anyway, 3CR, no, it's 3CR, 855am, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand and... um, uh, 855am, all the means of listening to 3CR. Thanks for your company. Um, well, um, it would be nice to just ease our way back into the year of queer news, but um, no, we've got to get um, directly down to it as opposed to getting necessarily straight down to it um, because um, during the um, January, while probably everyone was away, you had a chance to write in to um, the um, inquiry on the second round of, so of well, I'll have to call them so-called religious discrimination bills. And, well, the um, the charge continues because um, we've got to make sure, um, you know, we get a fair outcome from this. And um, there's lots of ways to do it. You could have written in, but you could also get down to the State Library today. Um, but there's also other ways we'll talk about with um, veteran dedicated campaigner on the line, Ali Hogg. Ali, um, welcome back to 3CR. Hello, Sally. Thanks for having me on. Oh, look, well, um, it's good to have you on, but although um, I think it might be fair to say I wish we didn't have to talk about um, what we have to talk about. Um, So I'll throw a question to you, which is equally easy and equally hard. Explain in your own words um, what what today's um, rally is about and why it's needed. The hard part is um, try not to use words that our great-grandparents would have called swear words when so doing. (laughs) Even though it might be tempting. (laughs) Yes, no, I've I've located the dump button if needed, but um, I'm I'm sure you you can do it just right. (laughs) In all seriousness. Okay, so... We're out in the, at the State Library today protesting against the religious discrimination bills. So um, after we won the Yes campaign, after the postal survey, mm-hmm. within weeks they announced that they were going to try and give something back to the religious bigots. So they had, a, had what they called a religious discrimination, um, I forgot what it's called, review. Yeah, And so they, within that review, they, a whole bunch of recommendations came out and then the government put forth, or the Governor-General put forth uh, um, a bill that actually had nothing to do with... A lot of the things within that bill had nothing to do with those recommendations. And mm-hmm. it basically was allowing 
religious organisations and individuals the right to discriminate. Um, so it's got nothing to do with religious freedom at all, and it's all about allowing bigots to legally be bigots. Yep. There's been you know, lots of examples thrown around, and, of course, whilst this program will say the centre of our intersection, to use an analogy, is LGBTIQA plus issues, um, of course, we are not... People are more than one-dimensional or two-dimensional, and you know this affects lots of people in lots of intersectional ways. Let them, you know, pop up a few examples at random as to where um, heaven. I pun deliberately intended. Heaven forbid this bill became mm. law in its current form. What sort of things could happen to people um, that couldn't happen now? Yeah, well, the lists are endless, and people keep coming up with things that we hadn't even thought of yet. But some of the things that people are talking about are. Um, people with disabilities being denied services, people in interracial marriages being um, denied their weddings or being denied services. People, like, for instance, if a young trans person wants to be able to get hormones, they can be discriminated against and denied hormones. Um, at the moment, some there are a, a number of things, um, a number of discrimination um acts in place which are to do with people's religions and that has got to do with if you want to have an abortion or if you want to um if you want a sister dying that they are allowed to discriminate against you based on their religion but then by law they have to recommend you to a doctor that will do that that is prepared to do that where these laws um that they scrapped that in the most recent bill so um you could imagine anybody being able to discriminate against anybody on whatever basis they get, they can justify is to do with their religious beliefs. So that is quite concerning. That's some of the most backward laws we've seen proposed in decades in this country. So um, marriage equality was one thing, but this is way worse. And it's way broad. As you said, it's way broader than the LGBTI community. It, um, it expands to pretty much anybody. So I think that it's in everybody's interest to oppose these bills, including people of faith. Yep. No, look, absolutely so. I mean, there's so many examples and, you know, trying to bring in some parts of our rainbow that perhaps may not have been thought about. Someone comes out to a health professional and says, look, I'm or, you know, disclose, and you know, says I'm asexual, and then some health professional says, "Well, my God says that it's your duty to procreate or something." That could happen. You know, just people with disabilities being told they're being punished. Um, you know, you mentioned trans trans people, and it could be of all ages, young, middle, um, mm. senior, the whole caboodle. Um, and you know, it just really is very, very poor. And one of our regular contributors has come in with two comments, one directly on our conversation, um, and has called it the good old medieval theocracy establishment bill, which is, you know, with dry humour what it is, but is also with other humour said, um, when a gay friend was being taught to drive, the instructor told him to go through an intersection, so he turned left, which is always a good way to turn. But, um, <laughs> you know, um, coming back to seriousness, because I, I know about you, it's almost if we don't laugh, we almost cry. But, right. yeah, it just seems like it is a very um, snarky, uh, we didn't get our own, as you said, you know, the, the the more extreme elements of religion didn't get their way in the postal survey, so they're having a self-entitled hissy fit. Mm. Yeah. 
The critical thing is having established how poor this bill is, um, you know, what can people do? Um, good to see that Star Observer um, have already got pictures and an article up on yesterday's rally in Sydney where they said rain, hail or shine people were out mm. there. So that's how important this is. So um, well done to those up in Sydney. But Melbourne, we don't have any rain forecast for today as far as I can tell. No, it's quite warm here. <laughs> yep, warm and humid or as a friend of mine used to say, balmy weather, spell that how you like. <laughs> Seriously, um, if let's get first things first, um, rally um, in starting in 34 minutes from the time of this conversation going live at 12.26. Um, just um, let's make sure, you know, sort of um, if people want to come, let's make sure they've got all the exact details just so we've got that on the record. Let's go through those. Yeah, so we're meeting at 1pm at the State Library of Victoria um, and we'll be marching through the streets of Melbourne and then coming back to the State Library. Yep. So we'll have several speakers, think from politicians to student activists. Um, we've got a few people that have never spoken at rallies before, so we ask people to be kind to them. Yep. Um, so there's a young trans activist, and there's also a, somebody who's a recent member of Parents and Friends of Gender Diverse Children who will be speaking, and that's also their first time speaking at a rally. So it's um, a broad mix of people. Yep. And we encourage people to come down and support the rally. If you can't come down to the rally, um, if you could share the rally, that would be great. But also just share any information about it because it took a while for the information about how bad these bills were to filter through mm. to society. And there's still a lot of people that don't quite get it. And I think it's understandable when people rightly so support religious freedom. And it's important that we get across that this is not about religious freedom at all. No, it isn't. It's a you know proverbial um, wolf in sheep's clothing or you know a sort of yeah. um, prejudice bill in um, so-called religious freedom clothing. Um, I notice yeah. um, you've got the fabulous Annette Ziberis um, is going to speak, lesbian That's and voluntary right. elder, who's awesome. Yeah. And, um, you know, there's um, also I've got to give credit, of course, to... Um, Another veteran campaigner, well, I'll say long-term dedicated campaigner, Ros Ward, who, of course, is working with you and always doing good work. Um, but, you know, having a look here, we've got Natalie Ackerman from National Union yep. of Students, Janet Rice, who, of course, is very consistent on rainbow issues, and um, last year on Celebrate Bi Day wore the Bi flag in Parliament, um, which is always good. Um you know, so there's lots of um, good speakers, as you say, and I totally agree with you on giving people a chance to speak. And also there's the saying from um, American advocate Maggie Kuhn, which is speak even if your voice trembles, um, which yep. is a good one. However, if you can't make it to the rally for whatever reason, maybe you don't like large crowds or something, um, um, what else can people do to make sure the pressure stays on? Because obviously the ALP vote, particularly in the Senate, is going to be critical if this ever gets into Parliament and gets voted on. Um, but what else apart can people do in relation to that and other po federal politicians? Uh, yeah, I think that people should put up the put up put on as much pressure as the politicians as they can. So if you're not inclined to go to rallies, then tweet at them, email them. Um, do whatever you can to support this, um, the scrapping of these bills because they really are going to affect everybody. And even if you can just encourage other people who 
are able to get out and protest, and I think that is a really fabulous way to really put the pressure on the politicians. Yeah, well, look, um, you know, I think that you mentioned that people are sort of beginning to connect with what's going on, and I have to say one of the two most important um, allies in my personal life um, messaged me in the last week or so saying that he'd only just heard about them and almost couldn't believe it. But I said, yep, sadly true. And now you've got someone like that who is just your, in a way, the proverbial, in inverted commas, average citizen who is in disbelief and outraged at it. So I think that as we can keep getting the word out there, I think you're absolutely right. We've just got to keep the um, message, we'll say, audible and visible and communicate in every possible way. And that will be of assistance. But I think it is beginning. People are beginning to go. Mm, can we? Re- you know, could this really be supported? And of course, you know, keep also trying to encourage people like Jackie Lambie and Rex Patrick, senators from Taz and South Oz, respectively, to make sure that they um, they've been pretty strong already in saying they don't see the need for it. Um, so we need to make sure they can keep um, going in that direction as well. Yeah, that sounds. Like a good plan. It's a plan. We need a plan. <laughs> we need every element and dot and comma of that plan. And your um, rally organising, I bet you thought after about November 2017 you could retire as a rally organiser. But um, I was hoping so. <laughs> but we will... You've uh, got to do what needs to be done though, right? Absolutely. Got to keep striving in your way as you can. And, um, you know, it's good to see a range of spokespeople up in Sydney yesterday. Maureen Faruqi, a Green Senator for New South Wales. Shelley Argent, um, veteran campaigner, a Muslim lawyer and Lydia Shelley. And I think that's important that we need to protect vulnerable people of faith, um, vulnerable faiths generally like Islam, Wicca, you know, Hinduism, you know, that are smaller and... Yeah, faiths that are actually persecuted. Well, that's the thing. And discriminated against, yeah. Yeah, and also noting an increase in anti-Jewish attitudes, which is only 0.4% of the the population. And we also need to respect that there are LGBTIQ people of faith who are going to be you know, sort of torn in two, so to speak. So yeah. I think there's other angles we need to mention as well. So, That's right. yeah, we've got lots of um, good reasons to, um, you know, make sure this bill well never even gets into Parliament, let alone gets opposed. But we've obviously got to keep putting the energy in there. And again, thanks to you and Ros um, Ward for doing your bit with today's rally. Cool. Thank you so much, Sally. Thanks, Sally. Hope it's a big crowd down there. And um, yes, well, um, stay in touch. Naturally, keep in touch with um, 3CR out of the pan and the other queer shows on the station, such as In Your Face and Queering the Air, with any information you need to get across. And um, all the best for today. Will do. Cheers. Ali Hogg, um, well, wants to be a, a retired rally organiser, but can't quite do so just yet. Um, but in all seriousness, these bills are just beyond comprehension, they're vague. There's also so many other factors. What happens if, you know, in a workplace, for example, person of religion A says to person of religion B, I don't like your religion, it sucks. And then B says, well, I think your religion sucks to A. Who's going to be discriminating against whom? Also throw another scenario in. Let's say someone want, you know joins an organisation that wants to do its best to support diversity, including LGBTIQA+. And two years later, they come to to their manager or CEO and say, look, I've found religion. I can't work with these people anymore. How are you going to get rid of them? This legislation is just, it's unworkable. And my personal opinion is it's a deliberately laid minefield to stop 
um, you know, stop progress, delay other things in terms of LGBTI issues, the need for people with intersex variations to stop having the surgeries. What's to stop some surgeon saying, well, it's my religious belief that 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 seven-day-old infant needs an unnecessary surgery? So many angles in our rainbow communities. And, you know, we just, it's frustrating that we have to keep you know, for, you know, trying to, we'll say, diffuse these minefields rather than getting on with what we've got to do. Um, but if we can, you know, break through, enough will be enough. So keep pushing all. All right, um, here's a track. I'll dedicate this one to Ali, who, uh, as I said, is back in there organising rallies. It's a track from Midnight Oil's album, Head Injuries. Um, and no prizes for guessing which one it is. It's also about being back. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally.
rock and roll, as they say. 3CR, 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting, noon till one, Australian Eastern Daylight Savings Time every Sunday. Um, back in for 2020. And once again, thanks to Ali Hogg um, for both um, the interview and all the dedicated work that um, Ali does. Um, absolutely um, incredible um, work. And yeah, as um, humorous side, I'm sure Ali would have loved to have not have to organise any more rallies. But unfortunately, um, we're back. Um, well, lots of things did happen over the summer. Um, so much to talk about. Um, Midsummer Carnival um, and Pride March, of course, two, we'll say, staple events of Melbourne's summer slash midsummer season. And, well, weather reasonably um, good um, overall. Um, a very humid day on Carnival Day um, with storms are threatening, but they missed the city and Alexandra Gardens, although I got home and... Um, because I thought, oh, we're going to get bucketed down on from a great height, as, a, as someone once said. Um, only, um, and so I, I'd run out of puff, um, middle-aged chook in a pansexual or something, and um, got home to find a bush from the neighbour's um, property. Sadly, had um, been virtually uprooted and had my car, the wonderful Ronda the Honda, been parked there at the time, it would have had a big bush on top of it and very scratched. Turned out it was a very prickly bush that should have been uprooted anyway and probably needed pruning, and in the end the whole thing's been ripped out. So um, small mercies, acknowledging, of course, people have had much bigger clean-ups to do with our wild weather over the summer. Um, and there was also a hedge that had sort of been ripped off its sort of brick wall in the next-door neighbour's house. Um, but a pretty good day, um, apart from that was a bit Ronnie Corbett. Let me bring you back to tell you about Midsummer. Um, now, lots of um, diverse stalls there, great traffic at Trans Central Station. Um, it's just improved so much over, I think it's five or six years since um, all the trans groups combined into the one stall, which is very practical and just, you know, helps people, you know, rostering and that sort of thing. Um, and we were across the um, grass wave from the wonderful Transcend, um, who seemed flat out as well. Um, so it is fair to say that at the grassroots, Trans um, very much sort of on the map. Um, you know, totally acknowledging, of course, there are prejudiced people out there, but getting word, some good news on the research front or focus group front, that an organisation has done some work with um, people of, say, progressive and conservative um, backgrounds and the sort of ultra-stupid, as we would see it, ultra-stupid messages that are put against trans are not biting. Now, that's a huge relief, and I hope that that research um, or the outcome of those focus groups can be published soon because it is upsetting. You know, of course we know it's irrational, prejudiced nonsense what is thrown against trans people, particularly, it might be fair to say, trans young people. But um, if we can get that research out there, it'll be good. I'll keep you in touch on that. Um, so, yeah, Carnival, a fun day had by all, um, although I think at one point when the storm was a threatening, some of the stage performances had to be postponed. And Pride March, well, um, I still think Midsummer missed a huge marketing opportunity two years ago with those I Survived Pride March 2018 t-shirts when it was 40 degrees, um, not that people survived in the same way. And a lot of people didn't come back last year, even though it started early and was a little cooler 
but this year at marching time it was 21 degrees and didn't go above 25 all day. Hooray! And lots of people were back and had a great vibe, a great community feel. I've got to say, from the B point of view, biggest bisexual contingent ever, 75 people last week, absolutely phenomenal, Um, and a great bees buzzing in, so to speak, Um, but I've got to say, my personal highlight in front of us were the fantastic group, the Melbourne Aces, and when someone in asexual colours on the sidelines saw them coming along, um, well, there's an old saying, which I hope is reasonably polite, um, which was they went apeshit. In other words, they were just jumping up and down in excitement. I couldn't see if they had very high heels on, which could have meant um, ankle damage. But seriously, there was a couple of other stories that came my way on that front as well, that one of the multicultural groups when marching had people who were queer and say, oh, gosh, thank God, you know, thank goodness you're here, and um, a couple of others like that as well. So it just goes to show that you know Pride March needs that community visibility, Yes, there are debates about Pride March as to which groups should be marching, but I think at the moment we have a compromise that's holding by having, um, obviously, our Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander groups first up, as should be, then youth, and then all sort of the more community-ish stuff, and then the government, and then the corporate. I think that's a really good way of saying this is what this march is about, that we value the allies, but hey, um, you know, this is, you know, there's a saying, allies need to walk beside people. Well, we can't quite do that because Fitzroy Street isn't wide enough, but in this case, they do come further back. And I think that's a fair call. So good to see so many groups, good to see lots of people there and back there after the weather. So yeah, two of the big ticket items for midsummer going along. There's been lots of great cultural events going on. And of course, one of Melbourne's um, great events, um, Gender Euphoria, is in Mardi Gras um, this season. And I've got to give credit to Mardi Gras. I've had issues with them, particularly their stance over by over many years. However, um, there's a lot of trans programming in their whole programming this year, and that's incredibly welcome. So um, well done to Mardi Gras for doing that. Um, yeah, so, yep, two of the big events well covered. And, yeah, lots of stuff to keep catching up on in the next few weeks. Um, Better Together and other cultural events. If you saw stuff during midsummer of any sort, were involved in things yourself, you know, watched performances, if you had any highlights, pop them through to me. Um, Once again, if um, just to reiterate our means of contact, um, out of the pan, 855 at gmail.com, SMS 61. 456-75125. Tweet at Sal Gold said so. Remember, that's the bottom line. And look for my posts on Facebook, my page, Sally Goldner, and also um, out of the pan, 3CR, 855am Melbourne. Um, love to hear from you as to what you saw. So lots going on. All right. One of the things at Better Together were two great performances, and I've lined up two tracks today from two people who performed on the Friday night of Better Together. One is one of the most phenomenal performers I've ever seen, and that's C.N. Lester, who's a non-binary um, tra- uh, advocate from the UK, pronouns they them, and they're also an amazing classically trained pianist. And they did a few songs on the Friday night, um, and you can get their albums online at places like Amazon and others. Um, but um, here's one of the two tracks that just still blows me away. It's C.N. Lester's version of... David Bowie's classic track Heroes and it just comes across so well and you know as was said on the night of the concert um, 
you may want to have tissues. There's just an emotion in CN's music and singing that's um, amazing. Not horrible, just cathartic. Let's have a listen to CN Lester and their version of David Bowie's Heroes. 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. Then we would be 
in Brazil and wiping off the eggshells in Moorabbin. Fascism's on the march and we say, yeah, nah. Yena Passaran is a new weekly program on 3CR dedicated to tracking this rise in Australia, Aotearoa and all around our increasingly warm little globe. Every Thursday at 4.30pm we'll be talking to writers and fighters about some angry blighters. CR programs provide information and analysis you won't hear in the mainstream. Today we'll be looking at the legacy of the US war on Vietnam on Laos. And as far as corporate capitalism is concerned, it is the worst political and economic system that you can have. Our laws about jailing refugees and asylum seekers are so well crafted. Sex is not irrelevant and we like who we are, but we don't have to be imprisoned by our gender. Become a subscriber today. Call us on 9419 8377 or visit 3cr.org.au. 3CR, the voice of dissent. That's us, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au and 3CR On Demand. And this show is Out of the Pan, covering pansexual issues, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender, and, well, definitely no boundaries of musical genre. Um, We just heard from C.N. Lester and um, their version of David Bowie's Heroes, and, of course, the track prior, which we dedicated to Ali Hogg, back on the borderline from Midnight Oil's Head Injuries. And we've got one more um, trans track um, to finish the show in a few couple of minutes. Um, C.N. Lester, you can get their music, um, cnlester.com, um, or one word for C for Charlie, N for Nora, N Lester, um, dot com. And I highly recommend you do. It's just some of the most melodic, beautiful music um, you could ever hear, but it's just, and just amazing. And C.N., like many, a trans and gender diverse person or someone who may have any degree of gender variance in C.E., I'm um, thinking of Ray Spoon, a Canadian trans man, um, or trans slash gender diverse person, I'd probably better to say. Um, and to some extent, even Katie Lang have um, perhaps not wanted to take hormones in case their voice and its, their natural qualities were damaged. I think I've seen those, certainly heard both of those two people say that. And, you know, the thing is, why do we have to classify voices into genders if it's a the voice is beautiful and communicates from the heart. And with, you know, in the case of C and with that great um, piano work, let's just enjoy it. I also had the chance to chat with C and while they were here and we'll have that interview in due course. Um, so, yeah, absolutely amazing stuff. Um, all right. Things what are coming up very quickly. Um, 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 Polyvic Discussion Group this Tuesday. The Trans Anxiety Group is back um, this uh, Thursday, uh, Wednesday evening, sorry. 
and um, Bent TV rolling along as well. They're the few for the next few weeks, but there's one here at 3CR that we'll start mentioning because um, coming up starting tomorrow is the 3CR subscriber drive. Um, So uh, make sure that um, you support us. Um, um, We need to make sure that people support each program. So if you've wanted to join as a 3CR subscriber for some time, here is your chance and say that you would like to um, support out of the pan. You can also perhaps give an optional donation because we need to replace the roof. Don't want things leaking over the electrical equipment, a la the sort of Elton John show or anything like that. Um, so yeah, please consider subscribing over the next week. Talk a lot more about that next week in detail and listen to all the shows during the week if you want to support that show. Um, in particular, um, the more the merrier. Um, and um, we'd love to have you on board. Well, there's the first one for the year. We're back in the groove um, and doing it as we do. So, um, yeah, wrap it up. Keep an eye on um, um, the religious discrimination bill. I think the um, submissions will start going up in the next week or so. Apparently, must have been thousands. Whether they'll all be put up online, I don't know. But um, we shall see. And, well... See and Lister performed at Better Together, as did It's Great to See This Person Performing Again. Jade Starr, a veteran um, um, trans performer in Australia, well, a pioneer, I'd be fair to say, um, you know, in terms of um, using music to tell her personal story. And I was lucky enough, um, well, for, unfortunately, a few years ago, I lost my C- copy of the CD of Gender Optimised 2.0, and there were some... Jade was giving some away, so I've got it again. In which case, take it out today with Gender Optimised 2.0, the title cut of Jade's most recently released album. Watch for a new one soon. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch ya next week. <laughs>